For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm, mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. Hello. Hi. You sound like a bird. You sound like a bird. I have a, I have a Hedwig. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just say, saw oh, him literally sitting on my lap. I did, but I wasn't processing that he made sound like. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. He's actually from the Harry Potter Universal Studios. Hi. Hey, you stole my bird. I know. He's soft. Yes, he is. He's stole very my soft. Bird. That's why I stole him. Love you him. stole my bird. Yeah. So, how was your dad's? Uh, it was good. We had fun. There was cake, there was ice cream. There was small nephew who was adorable. Small nephew, instead of saying a baby, you say small nephew. Yeah, he is my small nephew. Is he not? Yes, yes, he is. He He's is adorable. You too. He really is. Like he's a cute kid. Mm-hmm. Take up. Awesome. And that was your weekend. There's some weird things going on in Utah, as per usual. <laughs> weird. Um, yeah. My husband may or may not have COVID, so we kept the kids home this whole week. Oh, so you're officially keeping them home all week? Yeah. Okay. Yep. We I talked to him um because like the well, the school doesn't want us to come back until we have a a test result negative one oh, sure. makes sense right yes it so, does. anyways so they want to wait until we have that and he had a test scheduled for today but it got canceled till tomorrow which and then it takes two to three days to get a test back and it's already tuesday so they're not going back this week all right that makes sense but the winds have been so terrible let's see we've had 100 mile per hour winds We've had a tornado here in Utah, in Tooele. We had... They always happen. Yeah. But they had a pretty decent tornado there. Um, we've had semi-trucks that are, like, tipping over. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, and... Um, trees falling everywhere. Oh, yeah. Trees falling There's everywhere. Cows. There's flying Maybe. cows? I'm kidding. Oh, he's kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at this point. <laughs> It really does not surprise me if there's flying cows at this point. <laughs> well, sure. Why wouldn't there be flying cows? So it depends on if, I guess, tomorrow, if it's too windy for them to set up because they do all their stuff outside and drive through, or if they have to reschedule. All right. The testing. If he even gets tested, 
tomorrow because this wind is supposed to be like bad until I think Thursday or Friday. Oh, yeah. and we've got flurries. We've got snow flurries. Flurries. The little flurries. That puppy fall in Utah. Hey, I did put down a deposit on a puppy. You did. And I think you're crazy. Yeah, gonna it's going to be adorable, but I'm so glad I don't have to take care of it. My grandma, my grandma had three though, and I loved them. And I've just been obsessed with them since I was little, and I always wanted one. And you're going to have it, and I'm sure you're going to love it, but I'm still glad I'm not the one in charge of it. I'm going to, see, I'm going to love it. And like, and we've already got um, a trainer set up for her. What's a trainer? Because it's someone to help train the dog. Uh, Who are we talking about today? What's our case? Beverly Potts. Have you Beverly heard of her? Beverly what? Beverly Potts. who? Potts. Potts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Mrs. Potts. Yeah, I was going to say, other than thinking of a Beauty and the Beast character, not sounding familiar. No. Okay. All right. Well, I hadn't heard of her either. And actually, it's quite interesting. Well, I hope so. If not, you shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, I know. Well, so you need to remember, it's 1951. So just remember that error there, you know. And she is a 10-year-old. She is a shy, quiet, sweet little girl. Okay. So on August 24th, 1951, she was off with her friend and her and her friend went to the park after um dark because there was a show um so there was a show like a little like there was a carnival going on and then there was like a play like right after okay because this is like 1951 so you know that's what they a lot of people do for the entertainment and everything so her and her friend both Ended up, they played all day, they were on their bikes, and then they went back to their house to leave their bikes there so that they could walk to this. Uh, it was around nine o'clock, and then um, Beverly's friend said, hey, I've got to go because I'm supposed to be home around by 9.30, but Beverly didn't have to be home until 10, so she stayed and finished and watched the show. How and old is Beverly? She's 10, but remember, it's 1951. Yeah. That still seems like a late curfew for a 10-year-old. You gotta think, though, like, okay, so, you know, she's just, she's hitting 10, she's hitting that age where she's becoming a tween, and she wanted to go out, and she wanted to go and watch the show, and her parents probably at that time didn't allow her to go out that late, but because she, you know, was gonna be with a friend and everything like that, she decided to let her go, and she wasn't that far from home. She literally walks home. Um, like it was like diagonal and they said it was probably like four or five blocks. Okay. So it wasn't too far. Like it wasn't that bad, especially you got to think it's 1951. Yeah. Cause a lot of people were bashing on that. Like how dare the mom let her do that? Like, you gotta think that it was a different error. You didn't, you let your kids go out and play. You didn't think twice about it. You just let them go. Um, And there wasn't like this fear of letting your kids go out and play and hang out a little bit later. I mean, I was, what, 11 and 12 when I was playing night games and I was playing that till 11. So she's not that much younger. 
she was seen walking diagonal northeast, which is the quickest way home. Made sense that someone saw her there, but she didn't come home at 1030. And so she, since she didn't come home, the police were called and they did searches and for days on end, but nothing came of it. Oh. And this case got a lot of media attention too. So the first witness is a boy. He's a 13-year-old boy. And he remembers seeing Beverly walk that northeast direction, which made sense because it was the quickest way home. And that's all he said he saw. But he knew what it was her because um, she walked. She had a certain way that she walked. She walked kind of like a duck due to the way that her feet were turned in. So she, he was like, it was 100% her. Like, it wasn't anyone else. I know it was her because I remember the the way that she walked and was kind of like a duck. So, you know, every morning I wake up and I start off with some coffee because I barely function as it is, let alone if I have no coffee. Just go buy expensive coffee. That's that's really crazy to do that all the time. And then I found skinny mixes. Skinny <laughs> mixes are no calories and super flavorful and you put a little of it in your coffee no kidding or you know what too like even if you go somewhere like those fun shows shops or whatever and they have the fun flavors well you can bring that directly to your home with skinny mixes and if you use uh, code theories with that guys you can get 10 percent off your order with skinny mixes that is in your tire order is 10 percent off and you know what buy a whole bunch of different flavors that way you can get it for your coffee use it for your sodas, your lemonades, or even, you know, your fun little cocktails that you got to make now at home since we're all stuck here. Okay. You ever put lavender in your lemonade? Because it's fantastic. And I highly recommend you do. It really is. um, Toasted marshmallow goes really Mm. great in your morning coffee. Oh, you know what I do with them? I put them in my Red Bull. I do a Red Bull and then I pick a different flavor and then I have a different freaking Red Bull mixer every morning. This Red Bull gives her wings. It sure does. Like, you have no idea. So whatever your brand Red Bull coffee or cocktail, check out Skinny Mixes and use our code THEORIES for 10% off. Okay, so two other women say that they saw what they think was Beverly buy a black 1937 Dodge, which had two men in it, and they had their windows down, and they were talking with the girl, but no one said that they saw this girl get in the car with them. So his, her mom said she was so shy. She would normally run away from strangers. So that was an odd behavior. If it was her, they think it must have been someone that she knew. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking to her. Like she wouldn't have talked to them. And Beverly's sister and her parents were both ruled out as suspects. Yeah. And the family speculated that it might have been uh, this young boy that she kind of had a crush on, but he was not found as a plausible suspect. Some other people, so I mean, that's what we've got right now. And then as far as theories and suspect, so... Wait, so was she ever... She's never been found. Okay. She's never been found. Her remains have never been found. She just like disappeared. Yeah, into thin air. Well, you know where I'm going to go with this. Aliens. She was clearly abducted by aliens. Of course you are. You know what? I found, well, it was kind of cool though. And I didn't, I haven't gone fully into it. Um, 
but there have been people that have done hauntings around there and they've claimed that they've actually talked to Beverly. Okay. So I just found that interesting. I haven't actually, like, I'm interested in to see where that goes. Like, I, there's a few documentaries, so I want to watch them. I haven't been able to yet, but I'm kind of interested to see, like, what they say and if they say they actually spoke to her. Because there's actually some people that believe, you know, that you can actually communicate with ghosts and they'll tell you what happened to them. Yeah. So. So, okay, so her um, parents said that she was warned at a very young age about men, so, uh, but not females. So it makes people wonder if actually she was talking to females in the car and not men. Like, would a female be more trusting um, for a shy 10-year-old girl? Probably, especially if you've been warned about men. That's an interesting theory. Yeah. There have been several suspects and confessions in her disappearance. Oh, okay. Several yeah. confessions, huh? Uh-huh. So in 1955, Harvey Lee Rush, he was a drifter and um, a Cleveland native, and that's where this was from. I don't think I ever said that. It was in Cleveland. Um, told police that he had killed Beverly, and after luring her... Um, to a nearby bridge with candy. However, he placed the murder in 1952 when she was murdered in 1951. I also kind of feel like she might have been a little bit old to be lured with candy. I think so, too. I think you have to be a little bit younger to fall for that one. Yeah, and then he actually retracted his whole story, saying that he confessed because he wanted the police to take him back to his hometown to serve his life sentence. Oh, okay. For an, another unrelated crime. Okay. So, in 1980, there were two retired Cleveland police detectives, James Bursett and Robert Shankland, um, revealed in 1974 that they received a tip from a local attorney with a client whose brother had supposedly confessed to abducting Potts. And the detective um, found and questioned the brother, who they say had admitted to having lived near her and making a habit of picking up and molesting young girls. And so he doesn't remember if it was Beverly... In particular, but he had flashes of memory that involved a girl named Beverly. Okay. But he um, convicted, and um, but on he was put on the stand and everything like that went to trial, and the case got thrown out with lack of evidence. And then there's William Remond. Um, so he was a former carnival worker, and he actually worked at one of the the carnival that she Beverly went to okay and he is actually um convicted for murdering a girl in 1951 in Pennsylvania of Jane um, Marie Althoff while he was in prison he kept telling his cellmates about three other young girls yeah and when he was questioned about Beverly's case in particular he refused to make a statement 
Okay. So he was in the exact same general area. He was working at that exact same carnival when she disappeared. And he has records of child molestation and murder on his record. Okay. However, Beverly is way older than his previous victims. His previous victims were, well, anywhere from five to eight. So I guess not that older, but still. I mean, maybe she looked young for her age. I'll show you a picture. I think she looks around, I mean, if anything, actually, I would have thought she was around, like, 11, 12, maybe even 13. Um, So, in 1994, there was a letter discovered under the carpet in her house, written by a woman who claimed to have caught her husband disposing of her body in the furnace. What? Yeah. Like, okay, I mean, this case goes everywhere. Okay, a bond being traced and questioned by police, the woman said that it was all false, that she written the um, letter as revenge against her abusive husband. Okay. Like, it's just so weird to think that people will drag it. Like, my husband deserves punishment, so I'm going to find some cold case and say he did it. What makes me wonder, though, did she do it? Why hasn't that ever been brought up. I didn't see anywhere that anyone said, did she do it? Yeah. Was it her that actually did it, you know? Yeah, that is so weird. Okay, so not only was this one letter found, there were more letters. There were more letters? There were more letters. They were sent to a reporter um, at the beginning of 2000. Oh, so So we're talking, I mean, fairly newer, yeah. Um, from an elderly man who had claimed he wanted to confess about molesting and murdering her before his death. The anonymous author pledged to turn himself in on August 24, 2001, the 15th anniversary of her disappearance. But shortly before that, he never was able to honor his promise for whatever reason. But people are thinking it's a hoax. Yeah. So yeah, that there's one more. feels. I don't know. That's weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> like this case keeps going with people. Like I feel like. I mean, it's just crazy that there's so much like speculation like, in this one case. Like, I know. That's what gets me. Like there are so many other cases out there where, like, nope, we have no one. Like, and then this one has so many like, people. Yeah, there's more. Um, okay. Okay, so William Slates, and some people really think it was him. Um, he was placed on one-year probation in 1949 for making advances on an 18-year-old girl, and the psychologist de- deemed him inadequate personality and um, multiple personality disorder um, and said he clearly needed psychotherapy treatment. Um, and he lived with his mother right on the same street where Beverly was taken. Okay. So a lot of people really are like, no, it was him. There's no way it was anyone else. Like, so this was actually, this is a quote that was taken from um, one of the books I read. Um, So according to the neighbors, a man had suddenly locked up the house and vanished Sunday after Beverly's disappearance. Furthermore, for some strange reason, he had borrowed a friend's car and never came back. Ooh. So that's kind of interesting. 
is. Um, I'm not so much too that the body was never found. I know. It has still never been found. And um, her parents and sister looked for her until they died. Like Beverly's mom, she passed away at 1956, so just five years after her disappearance. And her mother said it was from heartbreak, from never being able to find her sister. Yeah. And, um, you know, and she still searched for answers until her own death in 2006. So, guys, if you want to also look at this book, it's called Twilight of Innocence. It is on audible.com and if you go to audibletrial.com slash crime theories podcast you can get this book for free and you can read it yourselves like it is very interesting to hear um, what friends and family literally of Beverly think happened so there's more oh okay (laughs) because this case case just keeps keeps going. going Oh my gosh, this is the case that never ends. It goes on and on, my friends. Let's just hope it one day gets solved, huh? I know. Like, it's crazy to me that it just keeps going and there is, it hasn't been solved. Okay. In August, a telephone from an unknown person provides information of a possible suspect in Beverly's disappearance. Um, So police investigate this um, information provided by the caller, and it seemed to be accurate, but they said they need more, and they've actually increased their Crime Stoppers reward to $15,000 from $2,000. So, um, yeah. So this is all that they can say, because, you know, it's probably something that's on there that needs to that they need to be able to get this guy, right? Mm -hmm. Major part of the most recent tip is very intriguing. They say a piece of it was so suspicious enough to check out, but we need more to specify the process and to catch this guy. Our investigations need this person to call us back and give us more information. So Jeez. if you were that caller or you know who that caller was, guys, you can help crack this case open. I mean, there is so much bazonkers going on in this case yeah. that, that they sound, you know, the police sound like they need just a little help. So if you are that caller or were that caller, please come forward. And I mean, there's crime stoppers. Crime Stoppers reward is $15,000, especially a time like this. You know you could use it. If you know anything, yeah. not only are you doing the right thing, you're anonymous and you can get $15,000. Like, no brainer, guys. Come on, let's, let's sell, solve Beverly's case here. Yeah, no kidding. Does she have, does her sister have any family? Does she have family who's still wondering? I, you know, I don't know. Like, her sister passed away in 2006. And I'm sure that she's got... She could have had children or something. Yeah, like her sister's children. Yeah, so she could have... still wondering. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So I'm sure that there's still family out there. They are still wondering. They still don't have closure. 
and they would love to hear from you, you know? So if you were that caller or, you know, excuse me, whoever was that caller, guys, you could help out so much here. Yes. Yes, okay. please. If you have any information on this case. So I have to ask, do you think it's still aliens with all the crap we have? Mm -hmm. No, I think it's still pretty suspicious that the body was never found. And even though they're pointing so many fingers, it's like, but none of them are really official. I know. So I'm saying there's still a chance. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mine, honestly, my gut feeling goes to Slate's, the one that was put on probation for advancing on an eight year old girl and then just disappears. I then have a more logical thing to say than aliens. <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Not so and then done. like and then he just like borrowed his friend's yeah. car and then just vanished. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. So, I mean, what if it was him and his friend, because witnesses' accounts say that there was two men in the car, and maybe they knew her from her walking around or whatever, and be like, hey, like, remember me? I saw you the other day when you were riding your bike. Maybe they even heard someone, like, call her name, and they knew her name. Mm-hmm. And would that make it so a shy girl felt more comfortable around someone? Right. Look at that. Case solved. Oh yes, that's that's all that you need to solve the case. Right I knew there. it. I knew it. You can solve a seventy-year-old case just like that. It happens, yeah. Or special like that. No, but this case just keeps going and going and going. And it I is mean, like an energizer bunny. I know, and it just keeps going down a rabbit hole on this case it's just yeah no can i help you maybe i had to go and press the button don't judge me so all right guys well this one's gonna be fun to edit <laughs> yeah no kidding all right guys well if you have any theories about this feel free to reach out to us. Um, we have our email, crimetheoriespodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram at crimetheoriespod. And then we are even on um, Reddit at crimetheoriespodcast. Um, and yeah, feel free to reach out to us. Let us know what you think happened to her. And uh, keep fucking going. <laughs>